Joining us now here on Ken Levick Alive is a man who, uh, who I've known longer than he will have liked, uh, but he is the former athletic director at Florida Atlantic and former classmate of Mike Leach's at BYU. Craig Angelos joins us here on Ken Levick Alive. Craig, now the senior deputy, uh, deputy director of athletics at Long Island University. Craig, thank you so much for the time. I uh, I apologize for it being under these circumstances, but uh, but thanks a lot for for taking a couple of minutes. Appreciate you. And I let's just start like this, if we could, because uh, I'm fascinated by this. What was Mike Leach in college like? Yes, thank you, Ken. Good to talk with you. You know, Mike. Mike was always kind of an eccentric kind of guy. I knew him and his uh, his wife, who he who was dating at the time. Uh, you know, one of the baseball my baseball teammates and Mike were were roommates. So you know, he was he was he was really always a student of the game, as it said in his bio. He never played college football. Didn't play college sports at all. Played a little bit of rugby, but was kind of more of a you know, intellectual kind of guy, more of a, a little, you know, a little eccentric, a little loop, a little <laughs> bit, but very smart and, uh, and, and, you know, a really good guy. When, when it came to his love of football, I mean, you guys did know each other at college. Uh, how uh, was it, was it anything that, that you felt as if he would ever be involved in? It seemed like everything with him was a passing interest. He knew a little bit about everything. Could you have possibly foreseen that there was a football future in Mike Leach? You know, I, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't as, as much during that time. I mean, I think he had interests like everybody else. But, you know, like after he, he, after college, he went on to law school at Pepperdine, you know. So you're thinking he's going down that route. But the guy was relentless in his pursuits. And then, you know, he decides he's going to go out to the Midwest somewhere in Iowa or whatever and, and start getting in a little bit of coaching because he, you know, so, so he had an opportunity there. So it certainly wasn't the blue blood coming up as a GA, you know, at, at, at USC and, and moving his way through there. He kind of, he, I mean, really unique story, as you know, uh, just his background as far as, you know, going out in the Midwest, you know, some of these smaller little schools, just kind of working his way up to where he's at. And even as, even when he got to the big time, going to these three schools is, is an, as, a, as a head coach that were kind of nondescript and hard to win at, but he found a way. So he was, he had a unique journey from the very beginning. Craig Angelos, former FAU Athletic Director with us here on Ken Levick Alive, now Senior Deputy Director of Athletics at LIU. Uh, so after college, uh, and, and you guys both went your separate ways, and then you ended up at the University of Miami, we know that, that Mike Leach loved Key West and loved everything about Key West and had a place in Key West. What was your contact like uh, after college? Did you stay in regular contact? Was it a, a bit sporadic? What was, what was that like? It was a bit sporadic, but I don't know if you all know the story when I tried to hire Mike Leach at, at FAU. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I want to focus on that. How close did that actually come to be in 2011? Because I know you had talked with him and you had an affinity for him, and he even went on the record and was discussing it. How close did Mike Leach become to being Florida Atlantic's head coach and the successor to Howard Schnellenberger? Well, it was very close. I think it was, you know... Uh, uh, well, well, I'll give you a little bit of background. So Howard announced his, 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 he was going to retire at the end of the 2011 season. So it gave me two or three months to go out. So I talked with him. He, he was, Mike was his second year out at Washington, I mean, at uh, Texas Tech. Uh, you know, and, I, and, and, and I said to Mike, listen, you're, this is your third year out. If you're out after three years, I mean, people are just going to lose interest in you and you're not going to get an opportunity. So why don't why don't you come think about coming back to FAU, go over there for a year or two? I mean, it was it was the pre Lane Kiffin approach mm-hmm. actually, mm-hmm. 
uh, exactly what it was. And uh, so I, 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 I was out when I was out recruiting, so to speak, I flew down or I went down to Key West. I brought my whole family because, you know, he knew my family. I knew a little bit of his family, knew his wife and whatnot. We were down to Keys for a weekend down there. This is, it is a little bungalow there. Uh, we stayed at a hotel. You know, we, we went had dinner together. We went to church together uh, on Sunday morning. You know, we hung out together just really trying to personalize it. I gave him a contract for a five-year deal for $500,000 a year. Okay. Uh, and I said, listen, I need you. I know it's not your number one thought. Just like, it, you know, again, similar to the Lane Kiffin deal that happened there. I said, but but you got to let me know at least by Thanksgiving whether you're going to take the job or not. Uh, and I said, and if you don't, you know, then i got to move on and find somebody else. I said, so I'll give you till Thanksgiving. So, you know, make a long story short, a little bit before that, the president at the time and I uh, took a private jet on a Sunday afternoon down to the Keys, mm-hmm. uh, took Mike out to dinner. She got to know him a little bit. You know, I wanted her to get to know him. And so the three of us went out to dinner. The president and I flew back. Uh, you know, this was like maybe a week before Thanksgiving. And, and it's like, you know, Mike, here here the contract is. And, uh, you know, let me know. So interestingly enough, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, he called me and said that Washington State had offered him a job. I think paying about $4 million a year to go there. And so naturally he was going to go there. So he turned down my $500,000 a year uh, for, for $4 million a year at Washington state. Uh, but it, you know, it was close. I think if Washington state had not, uh, had not came knocking on his door, uh, I think we would have had him. And I think we would have been the Lane Kiffin deal. He would have been there for a year or two, kind of cleaned up his image a little bit. Yep. And he would have been off, off to the races at that point. But it was, a. Uh, you know, I thought he would have revolutionized uh, FAU, brought a passing game there. I mean, just really would have brought a lot of excitement, brought, sold a lot of tickets. I thought it was a great, it was great on all angles. And you know, you guys, they ended up doing that later on with Lane Kiffin, and you saw the how well that worked out. Right, right. It, that's wild. You got to the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, and it sounds like Craig, you legitimately, you legitimately thought, hey, uh, as the days uh, fly off the calendar, you legitimately think Mike Leach is going to be your your hand-picked successor to Howard Schellenberger. You, this got late, late in the process. Yeah, no, no question. I thought it did. We had a new stadium. He loved Florida. I mean, even when I was at Miami, every time Miami would open up, he'd say, hey, do you know anyone at Miami? Because he, he, he loved Florida. Uh, and so, uh, you know, he had his place in the key. So I definitely think we could have got him there. I think it was very close. And I didn't really think anyone was picking him up either because sure. it has been two full years. He was in litigation with uh, Texas Tech. He is in his third year now, so I'm thinking, well, people are kind of losing interest in him, that kind of thing. So I really thought that he was going to be the guy. I mean, I really did. He was my number one guy for sure. And then after that, we had to peel back and start looking at other people, uh, you know, after Thanksgiving. Former FAU Athletic Director Craig Angelus, that's great stuff. And he joins us here on Ken Levick Alive, the Senior Deputy Director of Athletics now at LIU. And uh, we definitely appreciate him giving us a couple of minutes here to remember Mike Leach passing away last night at the age of 61. What ultimately, someone that you've known for so long and had this relationship with, Craig, what ultimately do you hope that Mike Leach's legacy is? Well, I mean, I think he'll always be remembered as just a really bright, innovative mind that changed, you know, that changed the offense of college athletics. I mean, you see all of his his predecessors uh, or successors, I should, should say, with Lincoln Riley and, and Heupel and Holgerson, and they all have a, a variety of the air raid offense. Where you know, and 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 keep in mind, he kind of took that from the BYU days before the 
before the air raid where BYU was and Steve Young and Jim McMahon mm-hmm. and those guys were throwing the ball 50, mm-hmm. 60 times, well, at least 50 times a game. You know, and we thought that was really outlandish. And, of course, Mike, Mike continued that mentality and, and built upon that. Uh, and he got that from Lavelle Edwards at BYU when he went there undergrad. And that kind of, I think, would instill that in his mind. And, and so I, I just think he just has revolutionized the whole passing game. My son went and played his freshman year up at Washington State with Mike. Uh, and uh, and and he just tell me these stories about the quarterback room was Mike's office, and so the five quarterbacks, four or five quarterbacks, would be in there every day in the quarterback room listening to Mike's stories. And very seldom they talk football. <laughs> he would just sit down and start talking stories. I mean, he was just such a well-rounded guy that had so many interests, but you know, uh, just this eccentric mind as when it came to football. Uh, but but yeah, I think that's his legacy there. If, of how he's revolutionized the passing game. And even as my son says, I mean, it, it may not be the hardcore air raid where you're throwing the ball 50 times a game, uh, but everybody has now kind of taken a version of that, uh, you know, to, to have a vertical passing game. And, uh, you know, so I think that's going to be his legacy, his of how innovative he was, how creative he was, uh, how relentless he was, and, and just how eccentric he was, too. And so it's a sad day. It's it a sad abs- day for everybody. It absolutely is. But what I love, though, are, are the vast majority of people's recollections are like yours, and you use the word eclectic, and I think that's the best way to describe him. And I think that he'll be known just as much for that as he is for his his on-the-field contributions. I do have to ask you, after saying that you, you went to dinner and you, you went down and you met with Coach Leach multiple times, what does one talk about over dinner with Mike Leach? <laughs> well, you know, Mike always has some conversation in his mind that he wants to talk about. So <laughs> uh-huh. you might ask a question, uh, you know, like, you know, how are things going? How's the family doing, et cetera? And he'll stay on that for a little bit, but then he'll take you uh, uh, different directions. And I think that's the, 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 the great thing about him is, is even when I would call him now, you know, on the phone or talk to him uh, or, or text him, I mean, it's always you're never sure what direction it's going to go because he has so many things going through his mind. Uh, so it was the same when we went down there and, you know, we had the president there uh, and she was asking him questions and he was all over the place. And I think she saw she had never been around him. And she was like, yeah, that's kind of he's, he's an interesting guy. He's an interesting guy. You know, that was kind of her her response, if my recollections correctly or correct. So, yeah, it was uh, uh, he, he, he just takes it in different directions. You know, you know, all of his passions, but he, he knows stories. He'll just pick up stories and just start running with them and you just listen. Craig, really, uh, really, really uh, appreciate you sharing some stories again with a guy who was uh, uh, they're unparalleled, unparalleled personality. And again, uh, I do think that as the years pass, his on-field contribution is going to be focused on more and more. But when uh, when I heard that uh, that that Coach Leach had passed, you were the first name that came to mind because I know you had the relationship with him in college, and I know that you spoke so highly of him uh, as as we enter that 2011 football season knowing that there was going to need to be a new head coach for the first time at FAU really appreciate the time appreciate the stories great to catch up and uh, we'll do this again soon okay all right Ken good talking to you bud thank you that is Craig Angelos former FAU athletic director with us here on Ken Levicka live so how about that uh Florida Atlantic got down to the 11th hour Mm. with Mike Leach like there was not only just a meeting but there was a second meeting involving a private jet and a contract laid out in front of Mike Leach. And it got to the day before Thanksgiving, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, 
D-Day for decision for Mike Leach. And Craig Angelos thought that Mike Leach was going to be the head coach at FAU. How about that? That's incredible. And the only other school that came through was Washington State at the last second. Joining us now here on Ken LeVick Alive is a man who uh, who I've known longer than he will have liked, uh, but he is the former athletic director at Florida Atlantic and former classmate of Mike Leach's at BYU. Craig Angelos joins us here on Ken LeVick Alive. Craig, now the senior deputy, uh, deputy director of athletics at Long Island University. Craig, thank you so much for the time. I uh, I apologize for it being under these circumstances, but uh, but thanks a lot for for taking a couple of minutes. Appreciate you. And I let's just start like this, if we could, because uh, I'm fascinated by this. What was Mike Leach in college like? Yes, thank you, Ken. Good to talk with you. You know, Mike. Mike was always kind of an eccentric kind of guy. I knew him and his uh, his wife, who he who was dating at the time. Uh, you know, one of the baseball my baseball teammates and Mike were were roommates. So you know, he was he was he was really always a student of the game. As it said in his bio, he never played college football. Didn't play college sports at all. Played a little bit of rugby, but was kind of more of a you know, intellectual kind of guy, more of a, a little, you know, a little eccentric, a little aloof, a little <laughs> bit, but very smart and, uh, and, and, you know, a really good guy. When, when it came to his love of football, I mean, you guys did know each other at college. Uh, how uh, was it? Was it anything that, that you felt as if he would ever be involved in? It seemed like everything with him was a passing interest. He knew a little bit about everything. Could you have possibly foreseen that there was a football future in Mike Leach? You know, I, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't as, as much during that time. I mean, I think he had interests like everybody else. But, you know, like after he, he, after college, he went on to law school at Pepperdine, you know. So you're thinking he's going down that route. But the guy was relentless in his pursuits. And then, you know, he decides he's going to go out to the Midwest somewhere in Iowa whatever and, and start getting in a little bit of coaching because he, you know, so, so he had an opportunity there. So certainly wasn't the blue blood coming up as a GA, you know, at, at, at USC and, and moving his way through there. He kind of, he, I mean, really unique story, as you know, uh, just his background as far as, you know, going out in the Midwest, you know, some of these smaller little schools, just kind of working his way up to where he's at. And even as, even when he got to the big time, going to these three schools is, is an eight, is a, as a head coach that were kind of nondescript and hard to win at, but he found a way. So he was, he had a unique journey from the very beginning. Craig Angelos, former FAU Athletic Director with us here on Ken LeVick Alive, now Senior Deputy Director of Athletics at LIU. Uh, so after college, uh, and, and you guys both went your separate ways, and then you ended up at the University of Miami, we know that, that Mike Leach loved Key West and loved everything about Key West and had a place in Key West. What was your contact like uh, after college? Did you stay in regular contact? Was it a, a bit sporadic? What was, what was that like? It was a bit sporadic, but I don't know if you all know the story when I tried to hire Mike Leach at, at FAU. Yeah. Uh, so I want to focus on that. How close did that actually come to be in 2011? Because I know you had talked with him and you had an affinity for him, and he even went on the record and was discussing it. How close did Mike Leach become to being Florida Atlantic's head coach and the successor to Howard Schnellenberger? Well, it was very close. I think it was, you know uh, – uh, well, well, I'll give you a little bit of background. So Howard announced his, 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 he was going to retire at the end of the 2011 season. So it gave me two or three months to go out. So I talked with him. He, he was, Mike was his second year out at Washington, I mean, at uh, Texas Tech. Uh, you know, and, I, and, and, and I said to Mike, listen, 
you're, this is your third year out. If you're out after three years, I mean, people are just going to lose interest in you and you're not going to get an opportunity. So why don't, why don't you come think about coming back to FAU, go over there for a year or two. I mean, it was, it was the pre-Lane Kiffin approach, mm-hmm. actually, mm-hmm. Uh, exactly what it was. And uh, so I, 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 I was at, when I was out recruiting, so to speak, I flew down or I went down to Key West. I brought my whole family because, you know, he knew my family. I knew a little bit of his family, knew his wife and whatnot. We were down to Keys for a weekend down there. This is, it is a little bungalow there. Uh, we stayed at a hotel. You know, we, we went and had dinner together. We went to church together uh, on Sunday morning. You know, we hung out together, just really trying to personalize it. I gave him a contract for a five-year deal for $500,000 a year. Okay. Uh, and I said, listen, I need you. I know it's not your number one thought. Just like, it, you know, again, similar to the Lane Kiffin deal that happened there. I said, but but you got to let me know at least by Thanksgiving whether you're going to take the job or not. Uh, and I said, and if you don't, you know, then I got to move on and find somebody else. I said, so I'll give you till Thanksgiving. So, you know, make a long story short, a little bit before that, the president at the time and I uh, took a private jet on a Sunday afternoon down to the Keys, mm-hmm. uh, took Mike out to dinner. She got to know him a little bit. You know, I wanted her to get to know him. And so the three of us went out to dinner. The president and I flew back. Uh, you know, this was like maybe a week before Thanksgiving. And it's like, you know, Mike, here here the contract is. And, uh, you know, let me know. So interestingly enough, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, he called me and said that Washington State had offered him a job, I think paying about $4 million a year to go there. And so naturally he was going to go there. So he turned down my $500,000 a year. <laughs> Uh, for for $4 million a year at Washington State. Uh, but, it, you know, it was close. I think if Washington State had not uh, had not came knocking on his door, uh, I think we would have had him. And I think we, it would have been the Lane Kiffin deal. He would have been there for a year or two, kind of cleaned up his image a little bit, yep. and he would have been off, off to the races at that point. But it was, uh, you know, I thought he would have revolutionized uh, FAU, brought a passing game there. I mean, just really would have brought a lot of excitement, brought, sold a lot of tickets. I thought it was a great, it was great on all angles. And you know, you guys, they ended up doing that later on with Lane Kiffin, and you saw that, that how well that worked out. Right, right. It, that's wild. That you got to the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, and it sounds like Craig, you legitimately, you legitimately thought, hey, uh, as the days uh, fly off the calendar, you legitimately think Mike Leach is going to be your your handpicked successor to Howard Schellenberger. You, this got late, late in the process. Yeah, no, no question. I thought it did. We had a new stadium. He loved Florida. I mean, even when I was at Miami, every time Miami would open up, he'd say, hey, do you know anyone at Miami? Because he he, he loved Florida. Uh, and so, uh, you know, he had his place in the key. So I definitely think we could have got him there. I think it was very close. And I didn't really think anyone was picking him up either because sure. it has been two full years. He was in litigation with uh, Texas Tech. He is in his third year now, so I'm thinking, well, people are kind of losing interest in him, that kind of thing. So I really thought that he was going to be the guy. I mean, I really did. He was my number one guy for sure. And then after that, we had to peel back and start looking at other people uh, You know, after Thanksgiving. Former FAU Athletic Director Craig Angelus, that's great stuff. And he joins us here on Ken Levick Alive, the Senior Deputy Director of Athletics now at LIU. And uh, we definitely appreciate him giving us a couple of minutes here to remember Mike Leach passing away last night at the age of 61. What ultimately, someone that you've known for so long and had this relationship with, Craig, what ultimately do you hope that Mike Leach's legacy is? Well, I mean, I think he'll always be remembered as just a really bright, innovative mind that changed, you know, that changed the offense of college athletics. I mean, you see all of his his predecessors, 
uh, or successors, I sh- should say, with Lincoln Riley and, and Heupel and Holgerson. And they all have a, a variety of the air raid offense. Where, you know, and, 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 and keep in mind, he kind of took that from the BYU days before the, before the air raid where BYU was and Steve Young and Jim McMahon mm-hmm. and those guys were throwing the ball 50, mm-hmm. 60 times, well, at least 50 times a game. You know, everyone thought that was really outlandish. And of course, Mike Mike continued that mentality and, and built upon that, uh, and he got that from Lavelle Edwards at BYU when he went there undergrad, and that kind of I think would instill that in his mind. And and so I, I just think he just has revolutionized the whole passing game. My son went and played his freshman year up at Washington State with Mike, uh, and uh, and and he just tell me these stories about the quarterback room was Mike's office. And so the five quarterbacks, four or five quarterbacks, would be in there every day in the quarterback room listening to Mike's stories. And very seldom they talk football. He would just sit down and start talking stories. I mean, he was just such a well-rounded guy that had so many interests, but, you know, uh, just this eccentric mind as when it came to football. Uh, but, but, yeah, I think that's his legacy there of, of how he's revolutionized the passing game. And even as my son says, I mean, it, it may not be the hardcore air raid where you're throwing the ball 50 times a game, uh, but everybody has now kind of taken a version of that, uh, you know, to, to have a vertical passing game. And, uh, you know, so I think that's going to be his legacy, his, of how innovative he was, how creative he was, uh, how relentless he was, and, and just how eccentric he was, too. And so it's a sad day. It's it a sad abs- day for everybody. It absolutely is. But what I love, though, are, are the vast majority of people's recollections are like yours, and you use the word eclectic, and I think that's the best way to describe him, and I think that he'll be known just as much for that as he is for his his on-the-field contributions. I do have to ask you, after saying that you, you went to dinner and you, you went down and you met with Coach Leach multiple times, what does one talk about over dinner with Mike Leach? <laughs> well, you know, Mike always has some conversation in his mind that he wants to talk <laughs> about. So uh-huh. you might ask a question. Uh, you know, like, you know, how are things going? How's the family doing, et cetera? And he'll stay on that for a little bit, but then he'll take it uh, different directions. And I think that's the, 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 the great thing about him is, is even when I would call him now, you know, on the phone or talk to him uh, or, or text him, I mean, it's always you're never sure what direction it's going to go because he has so many things going through his mind. Uh, so it's the same when we went down there and, you know, we had the president there. Uh, and she was asking him questions, and he was all over the place. And I think she saw she had never been around him, and she was like, "Yeah, that's kind of he's he's an interesting guy. He's an interesting guy." You know, that was kind of her her response, if my recollection's correctly or correct. So yeah, it was. Uh, uh, he 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 just takes it in different directions. You know, you know all of his passions, but he he knows stories. He'll just pick up stories and just start running with them, and you just listen. Craig, really, uh, really, really uh, appreciate you sharing some stories again with a guy who was uh, uh, they're unparalleled, unparalleled personality. And again, uh, I do think that as the years pass, his on-field contribution is going to be focused on more and more. But when uh, when I heard that uh, that that Coach Leach had passed, you were the first name that came to mind because I know you had the relationship with him in college, and I know that you spoke so highly of him uh, as as we enter that 2011 football season knowing that there was going to need to be a new head coach for the first time at FAU really appreciate the time appreciate the stories great to catch up and uh, we'll do this again soon okay all right Ken good talking to you bud thank you that is Craig Angelos former FAU athletic director with us here on Ken LaVica live so how about that uh Florida Atlantic got down to the 11th hour Mm. with Mike Leach 
Like there was not only just a meeting, but there was a second meeting involving a private jet and a contract laid out in front of Mike Leach. And it got to the day before Thanksgiving, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, D-Day for decision for Mike Leach. And Craig Angelos thought that Mike Leach was going to be the head coach at FAU. How about that? That's incredible. And the only other school that came through was Washington State at the last second. 